Well, well, should we get into it tonight? Yeah, I think if I may, please. Yeah, you may. Welcome. <laughs> oh, you may. Thank you. Welcome um, back to another episode of It's All Bad. And tonight, what is exciting to me is that uh, we hear we hear Charlie speak. Oh, shit. hello. Ladies, all the ladies. Oh, oh wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and we were talking about like you know doing this bio thing. Maybe like a way to kick it off was to have have Charlie kind of ask us some questions and 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 you know then we answer them and right. uh, and and we keep it this roundtable vibe, right? Because that's great. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants us to be like, well. I was born in Framingham, Massachusetts. <laughs> Just a monologue. No. I would have been a Dorchesterian piece of shit. But I was adopted <laughs> by some very good people. Yeah, and for context, I, I produce the show, and normally I'm behind the microphone, but I'm outside of this world, so I'm living vicariously through you guys, and I can ask more questions than because I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> a lot of the time with the slang and the. No, Ooh. we know that's why we picked you. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah it's uh, wait, what is boofing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what you yeah. Mean by that? fucking things Charlie should never have to hear about. Yeah, right. I um, know. Oh, um, and also like, by the way, quick little plug for Charles. He's doing a play. Oh, nice. Right. Oh, word. Uh, Coming up, when does it start? Uh, premieres the 11th, October 11th. Dude, and where? Going. Where? Where is At it? At the Sherry in North Hollywood. Oh, nice. Sherry in North Hollywood. All yeah. right. Yeah. Sherry and and yeah. Uh, yeah, and 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 it's called, what's it called? I it's mean, called Red Meat. Red Meat. Oh, and Charlie is playing a, uh, Charlie, what are you playing? I'm playing a drag queen. Who are you playing? Yeah. No I'm way. A drag queen, yes. Name of a character? You get the name? Steve. Steve. This is his birth name. And um, yeah, it's a it's a horror, dramedy sort of musical. There's a few musical numbers. There's a lot of blood. There's a lot of blood wow. coming off stage. I think if you sit in the first two rows, they'll give you a trash bag to keep yourselves dry. No way, because there's so much blood. Yeah, we're, we're going. Gonna, we're going. We're totally, we're going. The whole place is going. Yeah. We're gonna. All, we should all go the same hey, night. It's not just us who are going. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uncle Vic's coming. Yeah, yeah. No, we got to get the. We got to get the whole full whack Lawrence. Back. Yeah, Lawrence. Lawrence is coming in case uh, anybody comes up with a cold. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Lawrence is coming, and, and we're gonna keep him in the second yeah. row to fire back at you. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful. Yeah. You throw that blood, yeah. Old strong arms back in town. Oh, you think that's funny? That's right. Huh? <laughs> I mean, watch this. Little... I've been holding this nut since last Christmas. Oh, God. Dude, that was so fucking wild. Yeah, amazing guy. Amazing guy. I haven't had. That was the most powerful emotional experience I think I've had. Charlie uh, says everybody loves that episode. People are yeah. going nuts for it. I had somebody text me on Instagram that they were like. They were moved. They laughed super hard. They moved. They were moved. They were like, they really, they really thought like he was, uh, and, and everybody keeps saying like, what a lovely guy the guy is. Yeah. He's really right? so like, good. He's a he sweetheart. Really and, and it's just like, I think part of that is just how candid he's, he's not afraid. No. You know? He's not afraid no. to hit a lick. That's for sure. Yeah. No. <laughs> wow. God bless him. I was talking to Reno about him. I'm like, you listen to that thing? He goes, not yet. And I go, do you know that fool would hit a lick for like three days? And Reno's all silent. He goes, 
Oh, you mean hit a lick like Jack? He goes, I thought you meant like do a robbery, which is what <laughs> hit a lick means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but like three days, he was talking about some some two week ones. Yeah, yeah. Some two week. Dude, that is ah, so God, wild. It just hurts so much just thinking about it. Yeah. Anyway, I, so I Charlie's know, yeah. in a play. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and anyway, what's every, the name of it, Charlie? Red meat. Red meat. Red meat. meat. Yeah. Starting October 11th at the Sherry. We'll share it. Sherry. We'll share it. Sherry. Yeah. We'll share you a link. Um, yeah. Oh, good. We'll put it. But this is about you guys. All right, this episode is. And this is your first play, by the way, right? Yes, first play in his life. That's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm very happy. I'm excited. Yep. All right, it is about us. Danny, when did you come to America? I came here in '92, uh, right after the fall of the Soviet Union. My, we wanted to come. My uncle moved here in like the '80s, so we got like sponsorship through him to move here. And I don't really know how any of that shit works, but I guess like if you had a family member here, it was a lot easier because during the Soviet times, like getting to America from there, they were like, oh, nope, that's not happening. But uh, yeah, we came out here in 92. I vividly remember my first meal in America. It was McDonald's. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Because, fuck, before that, yeah. it was like borscht and gefilte fish and shit. You was know, there like, McDonald's a, there in the no, Ukraine? No, no, not in the Ukraine. No, there, there was there one. Now? In the, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Dude, there's fucking McDonald's. Oh, there's Aston right. Martin dealerships. There's yeah. like sushi restaurants on every fucking corner. Really? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Fuck. With like Ukrainian dudes that are like, have, they have like fake Japanese accents that no are trying way. to sell you on the sushi. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Supposedly, yeah. they have some really nice Trump hotels down there in, in, in the Ukraine. Oh, really? yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I remember going to McDonald's, uh, and walking in and being like, it wasn't, I don't, I don't remember if it was here at the airport or if it was in Moscow at there. Cause we flew out of Moscow. Yeah. We took a train there. I think it might've been there, but my dad was like, this is American food. You know, like this is what, you know, not with, not in that voice. Exactly. (laughs) This is American food. You know? (laughs) And I got a happy meal and I, and I remember eating it and being like, Fuck yes! This is what I'm gonna eat every day for the rest of my fucking life. It was probably incredible. It was so good. Yeah, I got arrested in the Laverne Police Department once. You know how terrible jail food is, but I got arrested in Laverne one time. I can't even remember what for, but it was like they wake me up like for breakfast and they bring me like like an egg McMuffin with cheese and like a hash brown. I was like, what is going on? I'm like, maybe the kitchen's down or something. Then at lunch they bring you a quarter pounder with cheese. No. And yeah. <laughs> then dinner, same thing. And I'm like, I mean, like when you're living that lifestyle, it's like I tell everybody too: if you're gonna get busted, get busted in Laverne. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Back to you. No. I was, honestly, that just—I'm such a demented person. That just made me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, they give you a quarter pounder with yeah. cheese <laughs> and fries and fries. <laughs> Sauce, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, made me want to get arrested. Fuck, in Laverne <laughs> County, <laughs> dude. But what a way to come to to the United States and like, let's not get it fucking twisted. Uh, that to say that it's the taste of America is not inaccurate. No, you know, yeah, yeah. and like, and it's a such a specific flavor. Oh yeah, it's so uniquely McDonald's that it's like it's like the difference between you know it's like Coke and Pe- it's like it's so specific. 
that uh, every once in a while, out of the blue, I don't even, like, I never feel good after I have it. I don't, but like at least three times a year, I have this insane, it's like craving Dr. Pepper or some insanity, you know? Yeah. Like, I need yeah. fig soda. Uh, but you're like, <laughs> just like, I don't want a hamburger, but I do want a, a Big Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's yeah, weird. It's... There you go. That, you're welcome, McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Degenerates love your food. <laughs> so wait, what year was that? 92. 92. How old were you? I was seven. Seven. Yeah. And then you wound up in West Hollywood? Oh, straight to West straight Hollywood. Straight to West Hollywood. Yes. There's a lot of Russians in West Hollywood, right? A lot right? of Russians, yeah. yeah. More so, I think, then than now. Like Fairfax area type yeah. thing? Oh, yeah, yeah word. Yeah, yeah, we were right off of uh, like Crescent Heights and Santa Monica. Or Crescent Heights and Romaine. Which is funny because the Russians call it Kreshen Heights. They do? Yeah. Kreshen Heights. Heights. Well, it's like in in like the Cyrillic alphabet, like when you sound it, there's no fucking silent letters. Like that shit's, you know, like I still don't get it, some of you know. So yeah. it's like you phonetically spell Kreshen Heights. Really? Oh, hmm. yeah, right. Yeah, right. Well, I don't know how they, how do they do their, the C's is like a C in front of an E, a sh sound or a K sound, or can it vary? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I don't fucking know. All I know is that <laughs> those Russian gals, I used to go to the kibbutz a fair amount. Those Russian, those Russian old ladies are no fucking joke. Like it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tight community. I don't know. I like it. It's, I sort of gives me a, it's got a very, like, it feels like just a little bit of slice of New York City there. Way, at, you know. at the kibitz room? No, just like in that oh. area of Fairfax. Oh, yeah. Like it's like uh-huh. and just like again, like the LA just being the neighbor like the city full of of neighborhoods that could exist hey. on different planets from each other. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it was a fun it was a fun time. Right before the earthquake happened. All right. Which I you know, in Kiev we did not have like earthquake preparedness fucking drills, you know? So when that earthquake like i didn't know what an earthquake was you know i just i thought that my house was being bulldozed by arnold schwarzenegger like that when i woke up you know are you serious yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that's the image that yeah, popped that in was your like mind. The, yeah that was the image i was like oh fuck that's kind of rad that's yeah. pretty rad <laughs> i mean i was you know <laughs> i wasn't too far off really. how, <laughs> how intense was that earthquake for you i missed the earthquake oh man dude it was nuts it was nuts and then i remember like going outside they like Everybody just went out, you know, like when the shaking stopped, everybody like came outside and there was car alarms going off. And uh, and my dad went up the street. There used to be a little donut shop right there on not Havenhurst, but like, I guess a little one, a little closer to Crescent Heights, you know, and Santa Monica. <laughs> Crescent Heights. We were on Havenhurst and there was a donut shop that all the power was out in the entire neighborhood. I think in all of L.A., the power was out. And um, <clears throat> but there was a donut shop and they had like all the fresh. Uh, donuts in the morning and h- hot coffee and my dad came back with like some donuts and some coffee and I was like fuck it's gonna be alright <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> that's great gonna, yeah the uh, that Havenhurst is a great I, I knew someone who lives there that's a nice yeah. street yeah it's yeah. a great street that whole neighborhood is is good old Hollywood style yeah yeah yeah. it really is it's nice it's clean you know yeah. Like, yeah so things are looking good when did it start to go bad oh fuck um so I started hanging out I, I, before, like all the drug stuff. I got into graffiti at a pretty young age. You know, I was I start, I remember like me and some friends. They were all like like a uh, they would all rollerblade, 
we used to call them fruit booters, you know, but they're yeah. like aggressive inliners. <laughs> and we went to, and I would just like go and hang out with them. And fruit we went booters. to the, um, incredible. I, we went to the Venice pits, you know, like before, like when it was like the original, you know, the pit and, uh, and they were like trying to skate and there was some dudes like tagging on some stuff. It must've been like nine or 10, you know? And, uh, and there were some dudes tagging on some stuff and they were like, Oh fuck. If we want to skate or blade or I don't know, whatever you want to call it, you know, if we want to skate, then, uh, we got to start doing graffiti too. So we like went and stole some spray paint, you know, and, uh, and my friends, uh, my friend's brother was like this Russian mafia dude. But yeah, fucking, I, mean, I don't care. I'll talk, you know, I could talk about him. It's all good. I won't mention any names, but he was like a Russian sure. mafia dude. And he kind of saw yeah, us don't like, mention his name. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Please and thank you. Yeah. 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 I, I listened to your podcast last <laughs> week. <laughs> Hello, Michael. Who, yeah. funny, you do not know your... me. I know Danny. Yeah. Who, who was this man you were talking about? <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, Popeye pulls in the driver. <laughs> uh, fuck. So graffiti. Yeah, we got into we went and we just like started to it was horrible. My first tagger name was Sperm. S-P-E-R-M. Just sperm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you needed to spell that name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, no, I was expecting it to have some others. Maybe I, 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 I thought there'd be a U in there somewhere. Yeah, maybe, Something to set it apart. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know if you know how to spell sperm. <laughs> S-P-E-R-M. <laughs> Emphasis on the world R. But, uh, and how old are you at this point? Probably like 10. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, around 10-ish. And... Um, and so this kid, like my, this kid's brother saw us doing this and he was like, Hey, I'm going to start a tagging crew for you guys and like teach you how to like use, and I'll get you spray paint. He was kind of like, he like, uh, we got like a sponsorship from like the Russian mafia, you know, which is so weird looking back at it. And he got us like a bunch of spray paint and he'd be like, all right, well, he's like, I'm going to start a crew for you. It's called RGB. And we're like, what, what's that? And he's like, Russian gangbangers. <laughs> No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No and, way. Uh, and the even weirder, he got us like fucking tracksuits and shit, you know, like Adidas tracksuits. Like it was like three or four of us. So we all had like no matching way. Adidas <laughs> tracksuits. And he would be like, hey, like go tag on this wall, you know, and like would bring us spray paint or like whatever. And it would be broad daylight, like three o'clock in the afternoon in West Hollywood somewhere. We'd be tagging on like a wall outside and people were like, what are you guys doing? And like fuck you guys this is rgb you know we're just like obnoxious little kids and uh but nobody would say shit because of him right well but we here's what we didn't know is like the the reason he had us be like hey paint this wall here's spray paint whatever you know is because he would go inside and like tie motherfuckers up and pull like fucking you know like us like armed robberies and like no way. yes yeah so we were just like the distraction for him you know he would be like fuck. one building over really doing a, an actual crime <laughs> Do you guys have and, any idea? Um, no. There was a all right. The first red flag happened. We didn't. Like, oh, so you're whatever. a bunch of ten year olds, ten year old kids in tracksuits, like tagging. <laughs> like, shit. How dope is that? Like, <laughs> yeah. how much? Like, that's the dream of what you would want. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, this is kind of like the A team, and I get to like, <laughs> <laughs> I get a suit and I spray some pit. It's like I'm a. That's awesome, dude. That is fucking awesome. America really is the land of the free. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, yeah. I promise you, there was nothing even remotely that cool. But uh, the first red flag that really happened was one night we were like on a rooftop, like hanging out with him. They all lived on like a Martell or something, you know, (laughs) and uh, we were on the rooftop and uh, and he was like, hey, look, at he was like, look at that cat, you know, like, yeah, it's a cat, you know, and he goes, 
let's see if it'll like land on its feet. You know, just like picks the cat up and drops it off of like a, you know, like, a, and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, and then he was like, oh, it landed on its feet. And I was like, dude, that's fucked, you know, which was weird, you know? And I remember telling my, I have a stepsister wow. and I told her about this story and she was like, uh-uh, like, nope, this is not going down. Like, you're not fucking hanging out with these kids anymore. And she got me a skateboard and a bag of weed. And, uh, and like, you know, she wasn't like, this isn't me. I don't remember. I don't think she even got me a pipe or anything. Cause we like somehow like rolled it up. We didn't know what we were doing, you know, but it was weird because like, I remember, I think we took like a, like a pay, like ripped a page out of the yellow page and then tried to like roll up a joint, you know, yeah. probably with the stems and seeds in it. Like, yeah. cause that's how weed was back then, you know, that's fresh. And like the second I live, we lit up that it was like me and two of my friends and we lit up that joint. It was like the Adidas fucking track suits like disappeared all like you know, they just fucking disappeared. And I was like, oh, word, like, this is it, you know, like, this is who I am from now on. And I was never good at skateboarding. I was kind of like a poser kid, you know, the kid like no slide some curb fucking curbs or something, you know, like I wasn't ever great, but it was like that was my new identity, you know, and I think right. it was all downhill from that. Like, that was where I peaked. It was right there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I may, if I may say maybe or maybe not, like, had you continued along and gone deeper and oh yeah by the wow. time you were wearing a full-size large men's version yeah. Oh, yeah. of one of those tracks <laughs> it, it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been spray cans Dude. and tagging outside oh, of canners yeah. you would have been in the other room doing other crazy oh shit. yeah potentially i'm not yeah. saying that you would have but i'm saying you know that is fucking amazing yeah no that's 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 a california Dude, that story is fucking yeah. wild so that's kind Down of where Venice. i mean that's yeah. where it began you know right it didn't, and then it was like, I don't know, like fun party drugs, you know, like uh, we would like mushrooms or what, you know, just like dumb shit, you know, yeah. mushrooms or I remember like, I don't know, I got into like a. Uh, just like through through high school? Yeah, through yeah. high school. I went to, I remember, but it was all for me, it was like weird because I had friends that would just like party and would do stuff and like, I couldn't, you know, like I went up to, I think I was, when I was like 18, we went up to this, uh, I started working with this dude that made edibles, you know? And we went up to this uh, big reggae festival in like on the Russian River called Reggae on the River, you know. And uh, oh yeah, and I'd always heard about like you know like uh, I don't it wasn't called like uh, Molly back then, you know. But I guess now what the kids are calling it was Molly, you know. It was, back then it was just like MDMA, you know, which was pure ecstasy. Is and all I, that shit the same thing? It's all the same shit. Yeah. Molly, MDMA, yeah. it's uh -huh. all the same, right? They were calling it X when we were, kids, <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. I did, but I, so I thought maybe mm -hmm. it like. Something change about it? No, it's like, no, no. I, I Of course, fucking... our generation would find the most negative spin on something like ecstasy. <laughs> Just like, we'll call it X. Yeah. When I first did it, it was X, you know, when we were yeah. going to like weird yeah. like raves and, you yeah. know, like to the Master Dome, driving out to wherever to like go. Like early 90s oh. raves. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, I was not going to raise in the <laughs> early old. 90s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Track suits. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I went up to this rave and I remember like we were like, I was like, I had heard about this like MDA, MDMA stuff because I had had ecstasy before and I like found a dude and like people are walking around like boomers, boomers, you know, mushrooms, you know, they would have like huge mushrooms and they're selling them and like people are dosing people. But I really wanted to try this like MDMA and I found a dude that was like, hey, and I was like, hey, you got me? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, let me get a gram, you know, because I, I didn't want just one dose. I wanted like enough to last me. And he goes, I got one hit on me or whatever, one capsule. He goes, I'm going to give it to you right now. 
And if you remember who I am, if you could see my face by the time I get back, then I'm not going to sell you anymore. You know, I'll go get the rest of it for you. And I was like, all right, cool. And he gives it to me and I'm standing there and like, I don't know how much time passes and some dude comes and taps me on the shoulder and I like go to look at him. And I like, I could not see this person's face. And I was like, dude, who the fuck are you? Like, why are you touching me? You know? And he goes, dude, it's me. I got the fucking the MDMA or whatever. And I was like, all right, I'll get the gram. And the next morning when we woke up, I was like, you know how much more of he was like, if you want any more, it was the last night of reggae on the river. He was like, uh, if you want any more, I'll, I'll be at the cafe tomorrow morning, you know? And I literally like round took all the cash that I had, like borrowed money from all my friends and like went back and got as much, like literally bought this guy out. I was like, I'm going to live off of this for the rest of my life. You know, <laughs> came back to LA with like an ounce and a half of fucking MDMA and didn't like with the intent to sell it. And I don't think I sold any, I would just, sit, I would sit down on my own, just yeah. like eating it at my parents' house at night, like staring at a wall. You know? That doesn't make you a bad guy though. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, that one doesn't make you a bad guy. It doesn't work on me. I don't know. What, it, it, I take a medication for uh, my OCD that. Uh, oh, you said that. I yeah, forgot about that. The counteract work on. You. So the last time, like uh. I tried the final round of trying. I'd tried many times, but I've been taking this shit since the late eighties. You know, mm. since it came out, and uh, on and off. You know, but but now on the last however long, and. Uh, and I tried to take it, and I was like, God, it's, it's not working. Everybody else is <laughs> dancing and having a great time and all kind of gooey-eyed and dewy-eyed and not romantic, but just everybody was having a hell of a time. And I was just like, I got to sleep in this chair. <laughs> and the people I were with her, of course, like, take another one. And I was like, all right. And then I took that, and then I just got even sleepier and just sweat through this woman's chair basically <laughs> i remember that it was a nice white camp cotton canvas chair and i just was like well that's ruined <laughs> thanks for having me <laughs> yeah oh, weird man, uh, that know. reminded me of a story i man i don't even know where i was i don't think it really matters i, I mean i guess i was partying quote unquote you know somewhere one night and we found about, I don't fuck, where was I living? I don't know, whatever. It doesn't, you know, fuck. I was living somewhere. I, I don't think I was with my parents anymore. And we got like, I, it was just like we went and we got a bunch of, like, I don't know, it must have been a rave or something, like, you know, yeah. along those lines, maybe like a warehouse party. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to pick up some chicks and it's going to be great. And I like ended up in my house alone, you know. Oh, uh, I was living on in Echo Park right next to the Happy Foot Sap Foot sign. Mm. R.I.P. Yeah. That's a fucking bummer. It's gone? It's gone. Yeah. I saw that on Instagram. Yeah. Mm. Are they it's moving gone. it somewhere, though? It's at a store on Hillhurst. Okay. Yeah. But I think they moved the foot clinic somewhere right. else. But yeah, I was living next Did door really? to... The, yeah. Uh, to Virgil. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I've never, I've never been to, to the foot clinic. It was just a cool <laughs> fucking sign. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know that. I was like, I'm gonna miss that place. I've never been in there. Maybe no. I'm just gonna miss the sign across I'm, from the parking lot from that. I used to love that place. sign, though. Yeah, I don't know. Sign. Whatever. It was just like it was something that everybody in the neighborhood knew. We'd all yeah. talk about it and be like, yeah. mention like, hey, pass the sad foot sign today. Hey, yeah. it was happy. You yeah. know, happy foot, sad foot. Yeah. I was on the happy right. side. Yep. Yeah, so I was living literally like right next, just right. like two houses down from that happy foot, sad foot sign. And it was definitely a sad foot sign kind of morning for me because I ended up home alone. The sun's like coming up, you know, yeah. and uh, and I had this like, uh, it was like when 
I guess like before, like people started really doing dabs or maybe right around that time, you know, like, and I had this weird thing that somebody gave me where it was like a ceramic heating element that you would like use for smoking, for taking bong rips, you know, mm-hmm. where like you see so you wouldn't use a lighter or whatever. And, uh, hmm. and I like, and I got home and I like put on some, you know, whatever, some music. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to take a bong grip and go to sleep. And I did. And I remember like waking, kind of like coming to, you know, and I'm in a chair, passed out. And this, the fucked up thing about the ceramic heating element thing was like, you would plug it into the wall and it's basically like a hot, like a fucking hot ceramic piece that just warms up, you know? And I remember kind of like coming to and being like, oh, fuck, like I burned my hand, you know, with the thing, you know, I'm like, oh, I should get in bed. And I went and I laid down and, um, and I go to take a shower in the morning and I get into the shower. And as I'm showering, I notice there's something <clears throat> on the shaft of my penis. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I got a STD. Like it's, you know, and it was like, I literally, I get flashbacks of like every chick that I'd hooked up with where all my friends were like, dude, she's, but don't, you know, don't do it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. You know? And I get a, like, and I, and I just freak out. I like had to like hold on like to the shit walls of the shower, you know, I'm like, oh, oh. fuck. And, uh, and I'm just like, man, what could this be? Like, what happened, you know? And I get out of the shower and I'm sitting there and I call my friend Mike and I'm like, Mike, I got you know, he's like, dude, it's gonna be okay. They got stuff for that now, you know? <laughs> and uh, and I get out and I look and I'm like, fuck, you know? And there was like burns on my hands from the stupid ceramic heating element. And I'm like, wait, I'm like, what if? And I look at my boxers and there's a burn mark on my boxers you know and i'm like wait and i look at my pants and there's a burn mark on my pants so i fell asleep the fucking with the bong in my hand and it fell on my pants burned through my pants through my boxers i mean that thing literally could have fucking just burnt Mm -hmm. my fucking dick off you know that's and also could have burnt your fucking house down (laughs) which would be a lot less worse than fucking My dick off. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, they could you could have melted right through it. Like, mm-hmm. What happened? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Daddy yeah. burned his Jesus. dick off. Yeah. Oh man. And wait, the worst part is, is like I'm dating this chick at the time and like explaining oh, and to her like, like some sort well, of Well, no, like explaining lesion. to her like, oh hey, sorry, we're not gonna be able to bone the next two weeks because I fucking almost burned my dick off from the last night. If there's yeah. anything you should be most embarrassed about in that story is that you were employing a ceramic heating <laughs> ele- element when also on this planet there are things called matches <laughs> or lighters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, no, because that's what happens with ceramic heating element. That's what happens in stoners, man. Like right. I used I have just the gadgets. At some point in my life, I had a bag full of shit that I threw out in the garbage that was just like clearly like this are the this is the purchases of the IQ challenge. Like just sport sport weed ideas. (laughs) Just like what the fuck was I thinking about this thing? Why would I ever and you just throw it away? But my friend Brian was getting rid of his bongs and pipes yesterday. This dude's been Sober, like I don't know, fuck, twelve years or something. But he's had yeah. this stuff, you know, Brian from he that works at the Needle Exchange. The yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was getting rid of his shit. He was like, I'm just gonna bring it to the Needle Exchange, and these were the two highlights in Bullshit. the pile of his. Yeah. Oh, Look at those. those are good. That's Dude. nice. Fuck. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> toke. Yeah. Toke. Enjoy a toke. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> more gnarly. A used bong is like second to a used condom. I'm sorry. <laughs> that thing's fucking foul. 
That is just like, Damn. hey, no. And that resin's been in there for fucking 15 years now, you know? Dude, yeah. No, no, no. no. When you have a bong, you clean it. Mat- no. Yeah. Doesn't happen. <laughs> Charles, shall we pass the, pass the question back to you? Um, yeah. So you're in, so you're, you're doing Molly now and you're accelerating your drug use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, going to raves. I know you've talked about the rave stuff and getting into the NAS scene. And- oh yeah, dude. That was fun. Yeah. Doing the raves and doing just, you know, party drugs. And, uh, I had some friends, one of them, I think we'll try to get on here at some point soon. And they got into like the the street drugs, you know? And uh, there was one night I was working for this dude, Chris Bliss. He had like a, the first edible like brand in medical cannabis, you know, down here. He won the cannabis cup in he did? Amsterdam oh, with the Reefers peanut butter cup. Oh, and wow. uh, then what? he came out here, the Reefers peanut butter cup. That's so good. Yeah. And wow. he came out here to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that got you. <laughs> Only you would know somebody who created that. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, Oh, I, Danny, you know, Danny yeah. was like, I knew that was a winner. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Danny was all high. Like, that's a good name. Oh, yeah. Great, uh, yeah, great name. Name, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's going oh, places. Sick. And he moved out here to like, because he heard that the whole L.A. medical marijuana thing is going to like blow up, you know, and fuck, he was right. So I started working with him. There was like two dispensaries when we first started. I wasn't even 18 yet. I was 17 and I would like drop off orders to dispensaries. I wasn't even old enough to fucking, you know, to do the thing. But like we kind of saw the whole thing blow up like around us. And uh, he would pay me 500 bucks a week cash on every Friday, you know, and I would just go there. And like at first I was helping him package stuff. And he was like, dude, you know, graphic design, like maybe design labels for me. So I started doing design stuff for him. And it was fun. It was like one of the fucking greatest jobs I had. Because you you said your dad was a graphic designer, My dad right? was a graphic designer, yeah. So he like, when I was at some, I don't know, whatever age, he got me a computer and like taught me how to use like Photoshop and Illustrator. And he was like, now you're always going to have a job. Oh, your dad's yeah. the one who taught you that yeah. shit? Oh, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah that's right. And uh, so I got my paycheck on a Friday and I was hanging out with this dude. Um, I'll use his street name Slam, you know, and Slam, <laughs> Slam, yeah. Okay. Uh, needless it's, it's to say, no Miker, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and he had uh, like some, you know, his parents got him like some old minivan, and he was like, "Dude, we should go downtown and get some pills." And I was like, "Oh, sure, that sounds fun," you know. And, uh, and we went. That sounds like a fun way to take it, you know, yeah. start off the weekend. And we went down there and like. He picked up some Kalana pins or something. And we ended up just basically driving around in that van around like Skid Row in downtown until we all came to the next morning, like pulled over somewhere in Hancock Park. There was like foil all over the car and like a broken crack pipe and like weird pills. And I just remember reaching into my pocket where I made $500 cash at 6 p.m. the night before and pulling out like $4.32. And I was like, where did, no all, way. Wow. where did all my money go? You know? Oh. <laughs> And that, yeah, and it was all, yeah. and like, and there was neat, like, there was a bunch of needles in the car, you know, and I was like, fuck, oh. did I? I was like, did I shoot up? And they were like, no, we didn't let you because you were too fucked up. And I was like, oh, cool, you know? And that was kind of like where it all began, yeah. you know? I lost, uh, I told my friend Mark, who was like the first person I lost to like a serious, like, drug overdose. I called him the next day and he had like seven months sober at the time and he was living with his sister. And I was like, bro, we went and we fucking coughed some dope on Skid Row and like, you know, and smoked crack. And, 
he was like, haven't you seen what this disease has done to me? You know, and I've and it was the first time I'd ever heard of like, I thought Mark was just the dude that partied like a little harder. You know, uh, there was a night where I was dropping him off at his house and he lived. We were like we both lived in Laurel Canyon and uh, and we pull up and he's like, dude, that's a weird looking van across the street. And I'm like, motherfucker, we've been up for four days. Every van is a weird, <laughs> weird looking like van, that. you know. <laughs> And he uh, and he's like, no, whatever. And he walked inside and he was right because his parents called that like wilderness program mm-hmm. shit, you know, like. Uh, oh, and shit. it was like two Samoan dudes that pulled Dude. him out of bed and threw him in that van and drove him to Utah, you know. And, uh, and I thought he just partied a little to the point where like Samoans came. And you got to kind of give bed. them the LD on that because these yeah. two I don't know about. No, that. no, I know that, that that's a situation where you hire people to come and like, well, it's basically like, like teen challenge. Right. Yeah. And shit yeah. like uh-huh. that. <clears throat> a bunch of our friends friends like brandon we was there that. mike was there uh-huh. yeah gilbert yeah i mean a bunch of yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. i think that's where they all met was in the i mean not not mike and but gilbert met them. yeah gilbert yeah. met those dudes all because like yeah. when these dudes come like these samoan dudes come yeah. to the house in the middle of, it's all teenagers like under 18 yeah yeah but these samoan dudes come so it's like you and i mean it's like it's kind of like if samoans dudes are coming to right. put you in a van to take you something it's kind of like fucking a gorilla like you know you're yeah, done when the gorilla's you're... done you know what i mean like, it's like yeah, yeah. no uh, i'm a little yeah. sick of this yeah we, so we, we specific... don't give a fuck yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah no. to a, like a treatment center and you tell yeah. yeah yeah but it's like a two-year thing right yeah oh yeah 18 oh, wow. months two, mm-hmm. it's wild you're four, yeah, oh, you're, it's like, you're yeah, and you can't you know right. you can't just like get up minor. and leave because you're a minor yeah, yeah. And your oh so it's up. hybrid like rehab military school oh yeah 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 my ass have been like, oh, are we going on Outward Bound? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, pussy, you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, okay, great. Damn. And uh, and I called him and I told him, I was like, yeah, we went and we coughed some dope. And he was living with his sister in San Francisco. And he told me, he was like, haven't you seen what this disease has done to me? You know, and I was like, what disease? You know, and he was like, promise me three things. And I was like, sure. Uh, he's like, promise me you're not going to do that again. And I was like, okay. You know, and he's like, you're not going to get uh, put a needle in your arm. And I was like, well, I wasn't planning on it, but okay. You know? And he was like, and uh, he's like, and if you ever want to get help, go to a meeting, you know? And I didn't tell him like, Oh, where do I find one of these meetings or whatever, you know? And, uh, but I was like, all right, cool. You know? And uh, that was the last, either the last or one of the last times I ever talked to that dude. Cause oh. he fucking went and got that idea where he was like, I'm going to do just one, you know? And I, his sister called me and she was like, Hey, I walked into Mark's room. We were working on like some weird t-shirt line or something. And uh, and so I sent him like my old laptop that I had. And she was like, he was working on a design that you guys made together. And there was a, he, she's like, there was a cheeseburger that had two bites taken out of it. A Sprite that still had like ice cubes that hadn't melted and like, cigarette smoke in the room. But by the time the paramedics got there, it wasn't he was dead. Like, he was dead. Yeah. They couldn't bring him back. Damn. And it was like, uh, and it was crazy because we had a memorial for him, you know, and like we like we all got these like little stupid like tribute tattoos and whatever you know and like oh and what you know like i mean it wasn't stupid that we had a memorial for him but it was like we had a memorial and uh a bunch of uh my friends went home and it was like four of us that all like looked at each other and we're like oh oh it's on you know and we like yeah. jumped into the car and literally went to skid row and did the fucking thing that just killed our best friend you know that's kind of how it is though yeah it's i had oh man i had uh there's this guy out in Glendora named Joey. And it's weird. Cause I met him and he kind of annoyed me. Mm-hmm. Like he would shake your hand. And when he got to, you know, when you're grabbing, like when you're shaking the hand, like with the thumbs around each other yeah. and he would snap his finger oh, and literally yeah. they're like, 
oh, that's Snaps. Like, they called the dude Snaps. So, you know what I mean? I'm like, God, I fucking hate that guy. But it's weird. I was just like, and he would shake your hand. He was super excited all the time. And he's a dude who sold weed and shit. And um, I didn't like, I also was dating a girl, I think, who dated him. So maybe I didn't like that. I don't know. Anyway, I didn't really like, he was a guy who smoked weed. You know, there's always parties at his house and all this. So I met him and I'm like, ah, this guy annoys me. But I went to the joint. I came back and I can't, we were, he had hit me up and he's like, Hey, do you got any of that shit? You know? And like, I'm like, yeah, he came by the house and then he kind of wanted to trade weed for the speed, but I, you know, whatever he was buying, I was like, this guy's trying to get in into this game. And I, you know, I kind of had this conversation. It's weird. I, all the, I kind of liked him all of a sudden for some reason, Yeah. but I was like, listen, dude, I'm like, just stick with the weed, man. It's like, this is a whole nother fucking beast, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people make some fucking awful decisions on this shit. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, this is a much darker place. Mm-hmm. You know, much darker things can happen. He's like, oh, I know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, you don't know. You know what yeah, I mean? Right, I'm like, you fucking don't know. And I know. so I sold it to him or whatever, and he's doing his thing. And I I was busted. No, I was an impact. And um, my, my girlfriend at the time, I must have been there about two months. She came to visit me there. That's a rehab. Yeah, yeah, impacts the rehab in Pasadena. Shut up. No. Um, <laughs> it's a great rehab. But um, I was there and she came to visit me and she's like, hey, um, she's like, uh, Joey's dead. And I'm like, what? She's like, Joey's dead. You, and, you know, with speed, you don't ever think of overdose. You think mm-hmm. somebody like fell asleep at the wheel or, you yeah. know. And dude, the guy, like, like I said, he was like party dude. So he's having a party at his house and he was messing around with this girl. And the girl had just broken up with some dude recently, and the dude was selling his motorcycle. Dude, literally, and Joey's like, oh, what does he want for it? I'll buy it. And the dude comes over with the motorcycle. Joey looks at it and shit, and the dude pulls out a gun and shoots him right in the face in his, like, walkway of his house and killed him. Jeez. Like, just not the bad, you know, just like I told him. I was like, I mean, I didn't imagine going that dark, but, like, that that's the kind of shit that happens when people are under, you know what I mean? It's like, you always hear story, you know, like of somebody like just. But why shoot him? People make you know, I don't know. It's like <sighs> they're not thinking straight. But just yeah, just uh, you know, really, really like people. Yeah. People under the influence will not a lot of the times make the wrong decision. Like I had another friend. He's out now. I'll leave him nameless. But it was this other dude we know's bachelor party. Should I go into this right now? Um, we don't have to. We could. We, I think we're, so. We're going like almost fifty minutes now. So yeah. we this fifty. The bios might be better individually. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we just All focus right. on Danny, I don't. What time do you have to leave? Six. We're, we're good to like six thirty. Okay. Probably. Yeah. Um, and then. Okay. Yeah, and then I don't know if that's a story that we can save that well, one for you. You can go. Can I run and pee real quick? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Pee your pants. Pee your pants. I want you to shit. Um, Charles. But all right, you're in charge. <laughs> Sorry. Let's do the damn thing, Charlie. Okay. So you're at the funeral. Um, you told another story, or you mentioned another story. I think maybe last week, where you had said you'd promised a friend you wouldn't shoot up. That's the, yeah. That's, that's the, the uh-huh. that's the friend. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I didn't. And so then it was just like a bunch of years of like where I was smoking opiates and smoking crack and. I didn't do meth for a while and then I really got into it. Um, my dad passed away when I was like 27. 
And right when my dad passed away, that was when shit got like really, really dark, like really yeah. dark. That was when I was like all the like, you know, I didn't shoot up until after that. So I was like 27 when I was, you know, I had a gotcha. I was getting uh, I was dating this girl and she was getting well, and she might have been my fiance at the time. Um so I was engaged to this girl, and, <laughs> which I didn't Might remember. Have been. Yeah. No, uh, well, I didn't remember that we were engaged until I got sober, and she's sober now too. And she was like, "Oh, that's my ex." I was like, "Fiona, what the fuck is she?" I was like, "Oh, fuck, oh, that, really? that happened." Yeah. There's no word that I despise more in, in the world than fiance. Oh, fiance. fiance. It's, it is. It sounds like like mayonnaise. Yeah, it's I'd disgusting. rather. <laughs> It's so fiance. Yeah. fiance, and it's one letter away from finance. I have yeah. a deeper, yeah. I have a deeper ownership of this person. Yeah, this and, it, and it's a French ownership. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So me and her, uh, she was getting tattooed by this dude, and he was like, he went to go shoot her up with meth. And I think we kind of talked about this too, where it was like. Uh, is this I, the Rolex story? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, how I yeah. tell this story. Yeah, and yeah. he, yeah, and the fucking, so I got shot up and I was like, oh, damn. That was your <laughs> first time, Dan? Yeah. Oh, I didn't put that together. Okay. That was my first time shooting up. And it got, anything? Had, had she been doing it? Huh? First time you ever shot up anything? Anything. Yeah. Okay. Had she been, like, have you guys been on the same level or was she doing other stuff? She was like smoking stuff with me and I think she had shot up before, but it was like, I came home and this dude was like shooting her up and I was like, oh, hell no, you know? Right. And yeah. yeah. And then, which I'm kind of like really fucking thankful that did happen because it sped up this whole process for me. Yeah, for sure. Real quick, you know? Because prior to that, it was like, oh, well, I had an edible company or like, oh, I worked in animation. Yeah. Or like, so. Is that what you were talking about prior to this where you had done design or you started your own edible company? I did design for this, so yeah. So I did design for that dude, and then one of our the biggest requests we got was for vegan and sugar free edibles, and he was like, "No, it's too hard, too much takes too much time to make it." So we started mm -hmm. the first like brand that did vegan, organic, sugar free edibles. Yeah. We were kind of like if if it was like now that we had been doing this, it would really fucking you know right. kill the game. But we were getting a little too far ahead of our time. I mean, I lived off of it for seven years. You know, like it paid the rent, it right. kept me high. It, like I was able to party and eat at like nice restaurants. You know. Yeah, I think no, you mentioned once like just sweating cannabis butter. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Do you think that? Can I ask one quick question? I got a buddy of mine who used to grow weed for years and old school, and he would just sort it himself. He did it all himself. Yeah. Right. And uh, and and he would say that after like a day of not smoking, anything, but just pu pulling the buds off, getting them ready, da, 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 that that he'd feel high. Oh, dude, yes. Without a doubt. OK, because when we would strain the butter working for that dude for for Bliss Edibles, you know, we would he would have a strain it. And like sometimes the gloves would pop because it would be so high and it would just seep into your fucking pores. And I've never been higher than like wow. in those moments, you know. Copy that. Let me that's I'll make a note of that. It's yeah. <laughs> <So> strain. <laughs> no, I, I've, I've always, always been. Edibles are tough, man. It's like yeah. one of those things, like you get it right, it can be the best, most fun drug on the planet. Literally, like you're just giddy and it's laughing. It's all the things about mushrooms and things that you like with none of the nausea and none of the hallucination. You're just like, whoa, yes. And then if you get it wrong, it is you're just behind the tree.
<laughs> Basically, <laughs> and this buddy of mine wall that's behind the tree. Like, oh yeah, I don't want to get behind the tree. Yeah. <laughs> when you just out there, like, what are you guys doing? Over there? Okay, I'm over here. What? So, what years were you doing that company? Um, fuck, I don't, I'm not good with years. It was from when I was like 21, which I guess before the period you were talking about when your dad passed. Yeah. So okay. it was like right about, about until the time that my dad passed, and then. That was when that whole thing. I was 27, so it was probably from when I was like 20 till 27 that I had the edible thing. God damn it! Had the edible thing was the last thing you said. Yeah. I'm not paranoid, but can I just say all these like weird fucking like warplanes and helicopters have been flying over here the last few times? Yeah. That ain't normal. No. Fuck no. And then it just went downhill real quick, you know? And that was like where like- Did you feel like when you first shot up, like the next morning where you like, did you feel like a line had been crossed or oh, like- Oh fuck, dude. I mean, in the uh, the next morning was like six days later cause I was fucking awake, right. fucking shooting meth, you know? Like, oh, trying to get that same thing as that first one, you know, as that first time I shot it up. And uh, it was, I don't know, it was crazy. Cause like, I just, it was something that I held so much fear about like i'd never did it and i was around people that were shooting up i was selling drugs to people that were shooting up i was like every you know like it, it was around me all the time but also you would see like i would see the dudes that would shoot up and they would always be the ones that are like fucking homeless or i mean i don't i've always had friends and i knew people that would shoot up and i was like i don't want to fucking end up like those guys and when i finally crossed that line it was like whatever you know like it was like yeah. fuck it you know and that's when like i was like well fucking fuck these edibles and fuck work and whatever. and also it was like that paired with my dad just died you know so it was like trying to not face actually coping with my like the loss of my father so i just went really really fucking hard like harder than i'd ever gone before and i was homeless for like on and off and i was living out of motels and that's yeah. Kind of when most of these stories, you know, that I've told were in that like three year gap of like right after my dad passed. And I mean, there was other I, there was a few, you know, but the majority of like all the really wacky stuff happened was like wacky, the yeah. wacky. Yeah. <laughs> it's all wacky. Yeah, just wacky. Yeah. <laughs> were you and what about can I may I ask one question? Sure. Mm -hmm. uh, what about um, what about your ma? Are you close? Were you yeah, close? we're close. Okay. Yeah. Which like fuck, I uh, every time my mom would see me because we would you know I'd go and I'd meet up with her. She would always like at then we'd go grab dinner or whatever. And like the last like year or so, I wasn't allowed in her house anymore. Like not because I had stolen shit, but because like she was just like I just can't have you here. Like I can't have you coming over. I can't like I was like the last like Christmas like you know like I was like hey can I come? She was like nope. You know, yeah. she was like, I'll give you, she's like, I'll make you a plate if you come over here. And I was like, well, fuck that. You know, I don't want to call over to Beverly Hills and make me a plate, like eat it in the alley, you know, but understandable. And uh, so every time I'd see she her, make you a plate. Yeah. Dude, I love your mom. <laughs> uh, so my mom, every time I would see her, she would always be like, oh, let, let me, I want to take a photo with you. And I'd be like, mom, what the fuck? Like when I'm like strung out and fucking, you know, like twacked yeah, out of my Yeah, I saw mind. that picture. We put that, that oh, yeah. up online, that oh, Ziggy yeah. Stardust yeah. shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying right now, that's some fucking, that is some cheerful, that is some, <laughs> that is some, that, that's some cheerful shit. Uh, and so, yeah, like, your, your mom like, didn't want, want that dude around the yeah. house. Surprise. No, but, she would, but she would be like, oh, I want to take a photo with you, you know? And, uh, and I was like, fuck, why do you want it? You know, like I got fucking raccoon eyes right now, like fucking the bags under my eyes and fucking whatever wacky hairstyle I have at that time. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, 
And uh, and like right when I got sober, she was like, "Oh, I want to take." It. I was like, "Mom, here." She's like, "I want to take a photo with you." You know, when she like, came to visit me in rehab or whatever, and I was like, "Why is it here? We fucking go with the photos again." And she's like, "No, I want to get this one, so I could delete all those other ones because like she's like I was taking those photos because I didn't know if it was the last time I'd see you or not." Fuck. Damn. You know, and like you don't realize that's what you're fucking putting your loved ones through. You know, like. Yeah. Right. I just want to get a little high, you know. But Could like, you imagine like, if you were getting loaded, your mom befriended Popeye. Oh fuck! Fuck, you'd be in real trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like fucking seven year rehab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was. I mean, fuck. It's it's like it's rough. It's rough looking back at like what you know. Like the first time I went into detox, I like I remember my dad like picking me. My mom, and my dad came to like they were already you know divorced a long time at this point and they weren't really talking but they both came to like pick me up from the detox you know and like and my dad was like oh I got my boy back you know and then I remember him talking to uh, like him calling me once like shortly after that when I relapsed again he was like when are you gonna come back to planet Earth you know like did he better, say that yeah that's rowdy yeah and he would always comment on my Twitter fucking post like. Yeah, stop posting at right. four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was right. That's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's some Trump shit uh, right yeah. there. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, you can post at four o'clock in the morning if it's just because you're up because of uh, of of uh, che- uh, cheeseburger overload and, uh, and and a bad prostate. Yeah. Fuck. Anyway, so how'd you no, get out of it? <clears throat> I I ran into a friend who. I ran into Slam yet again, slam. you know, yeah, Slam, good old Slam. And uh, and he was driving a nice car. And the time I saw him prior to that, he was like living in a fucking tent on Skid Row. And I was like, dude, how, where did you get this car? You know, like, where did you get this car? Like, how did you, you know? And he goes, oh, I went into rehab. I've been sober for a few months. Uh, do you want me to help you? You know, and I was like, fuck, yeah. Like, that'd be great. He's like, come on, I'll start taking you to meetings. And I was like, oh, oh fuck, you know, meetings. That's not That's not what I thought. I thought you were like going to give me some money in a fucking car you know, or something. You know? <laughs> and um, he started taking me to meetings and I, he would let me get high in his car and he would buy me. I want to work for it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he would buy me like a sandwich and a pack of cigarettes, you know, and he, it, which is crazy because I had money, but I was just like, oh, hell yeah, I can yeah. get over on this motherfucker for a little, you know sandwich and a pack of cigarettes and uh and like a month into like him like taking me to meetings i remember looking at him and being like i don't know if this sobriety shit's working for me he's like dude you're not fucking sober no shit it's not working for you like you're getting high before we walk into whatever fucking (laughs) meeting we're going to and he was like do you want to go into rehab you know and i was like fuck sure you know and um and he and he got me a bed he got me it was weird because i think i showed you guys that clip it was like i got a scholarship into this place that no longer exists um by like agreeing to do this like documentary that like followed my last fucking day getting high and then going into treatment you know and the place shut down so nothing ever happened with the documentary Mm. but uh yeah i went in there and and i think i was just fucking broken enough and like just willing where i was like all right like that shit ain't working you know yeah like i i fucking like i don't know it was a it was weird because the last day getting high and i didn't remember this until like uh until kind of fairly recently like you'll hear people like mentioned like yeah the drugs stopped working for me you know and i didn't really ever think i was like that they never really stopped working but the last day i was getting high i had like one deal i like went around to all my dealers and i was like hey guys i'm going to rehab and uh i need you to front me something but i'm not going to pay you back and oddly enough everyone was like fuck it here you know and just gave me like here's yeah. a bag of this here's a bag of meth you know here's some dope so i had like everything i needed everyone, everyone was like supporting you yeah everyone <laughs> Even in that community. Here's a little doggy bag, huh? <laughs> like God dudes, I, like where dudes, were these people? Yeah, yeah. Like you're going on a, 
Dudes it's I had you're robbed. A good, you're a nice person. <laughs> yeah. That's why. No, no, dude. Guys I had fucking robbed and I hadn't talked to and I'd call him like, hey, motherfucker, I'm going to rehab. Like, I need you to give me some dope. You know? And they'd be like, okay, come by. You know? And I was like, I can't believe that we'll word. See, we'll see you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is honor among good thieves. Yeah. Yeah. There, there, is a, there is a unity in bad decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure they were also stoked that like I wasn't going to try to fucking rob him again or send somebody else yeah. to rob him or whatever, you know, like right. I, with that episode that Gabby was on, like that's the type of fucking dude that, you know, like it was fucking crazy, like insane, the dumb shit that we would do for drugs. And uh, and I went back to the house and like the documentary crew came and I was like trying to fucking and I, I mean, I was like shooting up dope and meth and dope and like dope is heroin, you know, like heroin and meth and heroin and meth. And like, and I was like, fuck, that's my, that must be a bad batch, you know, or like that shit's whack. And I would try some of the other stuff, you know, and I was like, fuck, that shit's not working either. And I didn't realize that literally until that day, like it fucking stopped working, you know, it did not like, and I didn't realize that until kind of fairly recently where I was like, oh fuck, you know, and uh, hmm. then I went into rehab and I was like, fucking, all right, cool. And that's kind of like where, yeah. Yeah. just cause of your to- tolerance or I don't know. I don't know what it was, you know, like it was, I've. It was weird. Like I, I, like I tried so much because they, like they came and they're like, we want to get footage of you doing like your last shot, you know. And that was that video hey, I sent hey, you guys, yeah. you know. And uh, and the guy and I was like, wait, I gotta do one more, you know. And I would like, and, or I would like go upstairs and like shoot some meth and then come downstairs and be like, all right, here, this is gonna be the, and it just didn't fucking do what you know I needed it to do. And I went into fucking rehab at this weird place, you know, and uh, I don't know. I had this moment where like they took my phone for 90 days, which was fucking mm. great, you know, and I just started doing like all the shit that people had told me like I should, you know, like all yeah. this, just taking suggestions and doing stuff that, you know, that I'd been told for years. Like, hey, why don't you try this? Like, why don't you, you know, get a sponsor and why don't you do fucking some other, you know? Right. From the people at the rehab. Yeah. Yeah. Had you tried Getting sober before that? Oh, yeah. There was nine years of me from the first time I ever went to a meeting. There was like two detoxes in those nine years, two or three detoxes. And uh, yeah, and I would like go, go to me. I don't know, but I just never would, you know, like I, right. I would always want to like, I would get like 30 days sober and I would be like, oh, I'm going to go back and uh, I'm going to go back and tell everybody at the fucking uh, at the trap house just how cool sobriety is, you know, and I'd go back and they'd be like, man, you look healthy and great. And I'm like, I know you guys should come with me. It's like, you know, <laughs> it's so much better. And they'd be like, you want a bag? And I was like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, they'd be like, you sure? And I'd be like, yeah, no, but I'm going to get out of here. You know, they'd be like, you sure you don't want a bag? And I'd be like, all right, just come no. on. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They're trying to like suck you back in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Misery loves company. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. a thing that I, somebody was telling me that they there were about a study that was said that you know, basically that if you, if groups of people like even if you're in a lower economic group or middle class or rich whatever it is, like as long as everybody that you hang with and everybody that you know is in the same area as you, right? You can in the same level as you that you can deal with it and and like those people are the happiest like even if you're poor like you're up it's when it's when there are levels it's when there are like Mm -hmm. oh someone's here down here and someone's up here yeah that people get stressed out and they start Mm -hmm. fucking comparing themselves and that is the demon right is comparing yourself to other people is just the the misnomer it is the it is the it right. is the worst trip yeah. it is the most useless trip and it's so seductive but it, it, it really is because i'm not afraid to be like that motherfucker doesn't deserve any of that shit but but it is a uh it's a, it's a bad man's ruse yeah 
But so now you're you're you work to help try and help people, right? With the yeah. needle exchange and yeah, I volunteer at the needle what, exchange. What I work at a sober living. Uh, I'm back into finally like doing some design stuff, which is pretty cool. Trying to get more. Uh, I've just been picking up little jobs here and there with that. I got this weird acting thing that just. I mean, it's not you know like I did that video for Chelsea Wolf that was fucking really rad. She was amazing. Was that um, the one Gilbert did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she was like I a mean, friend of mine said that that popped up on their uh, on her Instagram feed, and she's listening to the show. So she was like, "I just fucking saw Russian Danny on my Instagram feed, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, <that laughs> and like a sponsored thing." And she's like, what the fuck? "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was really that was cool." I guess I'm doing another video with him in a few days. What's nice. this one? What's the next one? For? I don't know. I don't know. I forget. Yeah, he told me. You know, it's cool. Like he he broke music it down video. For me. Yeah, music yeah. video. That's right. Yeah, we'll see. And who knows what's in store? Who knows what's next? Just open to the possibilities. Yep. No. Awesome. Well. Well. <laughs> <we're>, <laughs> well. Well. Now you know. <laughs> now you know. We're recording here on the uh, in Santa Monica Airport. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, out on the tarmac. It's really something. <laughs> I'm not paranoid either necessarily. Um, but I do believe that all these people are out to get us. No, I don't know. There's been a lot of planes today. Um, coming at you live from the Barker hangar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but that's a uh, that's Russian Danny. I think uh, that is I. We'll, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll, get, <laughs> we'll get into the other Mike and Keith in another episode, perhaps. Yes. Yeah. Break it up. And uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Find us on Instagram at It Is All Bad. Like and subscribe. Share with your friends, please. Post it. Whatever you want to do. Um, and yeah, thanks for coming back. Yeah, later. Later. Later.